0: Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theatre nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's session of Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Mostly in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Fire Things Club is on their way to the Champion of the Great War's Tomb to retrieve the Ritual of Destruction, a ritual they must use to keep the demonic overlord sealed away and to destroy the Silver Flame. Traveling through the arctic wasteland of Crystalfall, they came across a shack in the middle of a partially frozen lake, which had smoke coming out of its window. While traveling through the lake, they encountered a Remoraz. But Sai managed to charm it and shame it back to the depths it swam out of. They then discovered the person sheltered in the shack was Verna, Bree's mentor and pseudo-mom, who left her some time ago without warning. She explained what she had been up to, and how Mistra had guided her here to help them retrieve the ritual. Velva began talking to other members of the group about Lena's presence in her head, with mixed responses. After a short rest, they all traveled to the ice shelf, which the cave entrance stood upon. Velvet made his way up the ice cliff first, riding his giant goat, and accidentally set off a glyph of warding, alerting nearby cultists in the cave of his presence. By the time the others made it up the cliffside with the help of a tiny servant spell, the cultists were all killed. Except for one. Their cultist friend named Darien, who traveled with them in Plunberg and Losherton, was here and really excited to see them. Now let's jump into tonight's session. Are you kidding me? This guy, he goes to give you a, a hug sigh. <laughs> and he's in, in full here. cultist gear and, and the outfit.
1: <laughs> Darian, you, you went back to them? What are you doing here?
0: Oh, I uh they I I was traveling and I actually ran into them again and they asked what I was doing. And so I kind of had to lie and say I was doing some recon and I was, you know, befriending you guys and um, and whatnot, because if not, then they were going to kill me since I helped you. So I, I'm with them now because I, I don't want to die, um, but but I'm doing great. I mean, they're, they're feeding me and it's okay. <laughs> oh um, yeah, Dorian. So no cold. one cares. No one cares, Darian. Um, no one Although, no one although they do now you. know everything that you've been up to since I've Excuse
2: been Excuse me? Vellet pulls out his rapier and stabs it in his foot.
1: Ah, he's <laughs> oh, Lena covers God. his mouth. Lena covers his oh. mouth. Oh. Yeah.
2: And I'm like slowly twisting my rapier like into his his, his oh. foot. I'm like, you son of a bitch, you fucking rat. Sti- I snitches did for survival, get stitches.
3: Stitch- Bree's gonna try to pull the rapier out of his foot oh, and just how how look how 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 at how 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 Velvet and see. He's not going to want to help us if you're hurting him.
2: Snitches get stitches. Okay.
1: Darian, what can you if you're still somewhat on our side? I mean, what can you tell us? What's down there? Anything we should know before we just go into the wolves' den? Uh-huh. He's holding
0: his bleeding foot. And he just says, um, "Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of tomb down there. Um, Lord Thana took a few of us down, and um, they they came to this large room with a bunch of statues. That's the furthest I've seen. Was just the next mm-hmm. room. Statues.
4: Um, How many are down there right now?
0: Cultists. Hmm." Um, well, they got through that room, so technically none. I, I went back down to check, and they were gone.
2: Hmm. Oh, is... is he the one, Avery, who was, like... Was he the second cultist, or was that a different one who ran away?
0: It was a different one that ran away.
2: Ah, okay, never mind. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I just... I'm I'm a survivor. I, I'll admit it, I'm a coward.
1: I mean, it's... it's fine. What were you to do if they were going to kill you on the... when they found you? Um. Okay. But,
0: but, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe I can help you. Uh, I mean, they, they went down. There, there's some sort of riddle that needs to be figured out down there or something. Uh, Lord Dana was working on it. Um, I don't think it took her long, though, because I wasn't gone too long. I just went to go take a leak outside, and then most of them were gone. So I, I was like, I, I guess I'll just stay with the guys up here who are keeping watch on the cave entrance.
3: Hmm. Can we trust okay. you to help us?
0: I mean... Yeah. If not, you get to pick pick your least
2: favorite toe for me to take off.
0: Definitely my middle toe on my left foot. I'm going to take the big
2: toe on your right foot then.
0: No, the middle middle one on the left is already frozen. I can't feel it anymore.
2: That's too bad, Darian. You should have thought about that before you became a fucking triple agent. Okay?
0: Lead lead the way. Hey, hey, Velvet.
4: Velvet. Well, you know, he might be able to help us here can you do you know what's down there I mean could you lead us to to where where the the riddle was
0: yeah of course um are are you guys are planning getting the ritual too huh wow this is exciting
1: Mm. hey Darian do you know where the shards are
0: all over apparently I mean I heard that we have a few of them already
1: yeah do you know where those are Mm -hmm. do you know where you're keeping Uh. them
0: Lord Thayna doesn't tell us where she keeps the shards. I don't Ugh. even know if they're on her, to be honest. God, but I did hear that anything. you guys found a few.
1: Uh, No, we found none. Uh, and she looks at no. the group.
0: Well, you have at least one. I was there.
1: Um, All right, well, we're right. going to have to
0: kill him, then.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we lost that one. No, no, no hey, I have <laughs> I'm
0: useful, I swear, I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Wait, what was that last part?
1: D- Sigh Psy- That so we lost that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you yep. lost a shard. He just takes your word uh, for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, a, darling. A big why, fish ate it. Yep.
1: Why don't you uh, Why don't you go down there and, and make sure the coast is clear, and then we'll we'll follow.
0: Okay, sure. And he begins limping. He's like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stairs. Could someone heal me first?
2: Mm. Well. Free?
3: Okay. And Bree's going to um use uh cure wounds on his foot.
0: Oh, he, he feels instantly better, and there's a little, like, crunch of bone. He's like, ah, oh, okay, that, that was a little, you know, we're good, we're good. And yeah, he starts walking down the stairs, and he, you guys have a moment without Darian
5: mm-hmm. as he continues a- walking down the a- stairs. Avery? Yeah? Is it okay if I had just walked ahead? With, oh, <laughs> With like, while this was happening? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes, it is, okay. absolutely. I did that. I literally, as you guys were talking, I have been in there.
0: Okay. Well, so, I go,
4: so wait, where's Giriad?
0: Yeah, at the end of it. At the end of all that. Yeah. All right. So, Giriad, you right at the beginning of this whole ordeal, maybe even before Darian even came out from behind his little hiding spot, okay. you begin walking down the staircase. Now, you're walking for a while. You start to realize. Now, this staircase is long, and you look over the railing on your left and see down the center of the staircase, it goes on for a long time. Mm. I assume he doesn't stop, though. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Okay, so this stone staircase is wide and runs deep, and along the way you start to see these faded petroglyphs. So, I, uh, side note, I had to look this up. I'm like, what the fuck is like an art piece that's like etched into walls made of stone type oh. thing? And they're called <laughs> petroglyphs. Fun fact. Because um, I didn't want to say paintings; that was too, it didn't make sense. Um, so you see these very faded petroglyphs as you walk down, and you realize that it's kind of like what you see in churches with like the stations of the cross. They are. Uh, moments of telling this story of the great war that happened thousands of years ago so the first one you walk by, you see there are these hooded figures that are gathering around a fire, and they're bowing to it. You get down to the next level, and there are hooded figures in a series of seven small pictures, and they're taking these diamond shards in various ways through murder and theft from various kingdoms and lands. Oh. The third one is there's a depiction of an elven king giving a shard to an elven boy. <laughs> now, just to warn you, there's 19 of these. Oh, my god. <laughs> oh, Wow. Are you, do you want me to read them all? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Number four, a depiction. (laughs) Just just to see if you're going to be like, turn around or keep going. I just want to make sure you're cool with like, God, just like taking them all in. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. The fourth one is a depiction of the king being killed by these hooded figures, but the elven boy escaping with the shard. And you're certain these are kyber shards that they're depicting. Hmm.
4: Number five.
0: A depiction of the boy traveling to various parts of the world visiting dwarves and mountains lizards in the jungle dragonborn in the desert humans on the edge of a lake and such the sixth one is broken and crumbled on the ground it seems to have been destroyed at some point in ancient history the seventh one shows these hooded figures standing around a flame and they're holding seven shards in the air and the flame is growing in its viciousness number eight the flame erupts and the ground beneath it opens up to the fires of hell, and you see these demonic creatures crawling out of the hole that it created. Number nine, there's the scene of an incredible three-way battle between the Lords of Dust, the demons, and the and the kingdoms of Valendia. Number 10, this actually changes, and these ones are uh, seem to be framed a little more intricately. Number 10, you see a human knight being slain by multiple cultists, being stabbed and slashed. Number 11, a lizard folk warrior being dragged underground by a fierce-looking demon. Number 12, a dragonborn mage being ripped in half by this demonic dog. Number 13, a tattooed genasi cleric falling into a fiery pit of hell. Number 14, there's a dwarven barbarian With his hood up leaving the battlefield. Number 15 is broken and left in a crumbled dust on the ground. 16 levels down same thing broken and left in a crumbled dust on the ground. Number 17 an elven boy running toward the silver flame and a demonic woman wrapped in barbed wire with a chained veil and a long dark whip running toward him from the other side of the flame. On the 18th level, the elven boy is holding the shard toward the flame with one hand and a scroll in the other, while Lord Thana is whipping him. Number 19. A battlefield littered with many dead bodies, but the boy and some soldiers are standing on top of a hill overlooking the battlefield with light being shined from behind them and then finally you come down to a hallway after all this walking you go through the hallway and you see you come into a large circular room there are stairs that lead down to the main floor of the room but they have long since crumbled and they leave a 10 foot drop to get down lining the wall of this circular room there are eight statues Each appears to be a warrior or a magic caster of some sort, and each represents a race that lives in Valendia. but two of them are destroyed. At their feet are these large bronze braziers that are cold and unlit. The walls are lined with crypts and stone coffins, most of which are open. And in the center of the room is a large circle of stone that spans about 20 feet, that's inlaid into the ground. In the center of this stone circle, there's a stone pedestal with an inscription on it. And finally, filling the room are about ten zombies, all surrounding a frost giant skeleton. But they all seem to be frozen mid-battle amongst themselves, frozen from the harsh cold of Crystal Fall. What would you like to do?
5: Oh my god, Avery.
0: <laughs> I guess I,
5: I guess that's the punishment. Uh, You know what, Avery? It's, it's not funny. punishment,
0: that's just what's I, I down was, there, man.
5: I, I was going to... <laughs> I was going to stop you at 14 because you you mentioned a dwarf, right?
0: Yes. Let, let's backtrack a bit.
5: So, <laughs> so um I want to study 14 a little bit harder. So, funny thing about me, double proficiency bonus to history checks concerning stonework.
0: Mhm. Um
5: so that um I want to know who that dwarf is if I roll good enough.
0: Yeah, make that roll for me, please. All right, so that is a 28. Damn. All right. So you're looking at the dwarven barbarian with... And as you're inspecting the stone, you get a clear sense of the story being told here. There was a dwarven warrior...
5: Okay.
0: ...who represented his people, much like the other warriors that have been depicted on your way down, who left the battlefield Mm mid-battle. And you could swear that you remember old tales of a dwarf that was a deserter. And his name was Brugdor.
5: Brugdor. Okay. So... That makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to uh, write that down, Brookdor. Yeah, Brookdor the Deserter. And I would not have um, heard of Brookdor, right? Like, I, I up until now, obviously.
0: Um, you know what? You actually can probably recall your dad when you were younger uh, telling stories of fierce dwarven warriors uh, and their triumphs. And maybe you asked at one point if there were any that uh, fell or if there were any stories that stand out other than the ones that succeeded and your father told you a story of a dwarven warrior who was a deserter at one of the most crucial parts of our history and he left it at that
5: oh okay Okay. now back to what's at the um, <clears throat> you know the hallway you know yes. not conspicuous there so um, can I send Mimic ahead in the hallway first of all yeah for sure so i'm going to sacrifice a spell slot and uh within a six mile radius if it's wait hold on no this isn't favorite terrain. just one mile sorry one mile i can uh determine what type of creatures are within you know what i mean so um and i'm going to place my hand on the ground and close my eyes and concentrate
0: okay immediately you get a sense of undead and you also get a sense of uh actually let me let me see the proper term term here well demonic presence for sure okay okay mm. okay
5: so um i kind of um like go as Giriad would do and i get up and i just keep walking towards the um the ice
0: uh, can like deeper in, yeah,
5: deeper in. Sorry,
0: okay. So now we're brought to the big room that has the uh eight statues, two of which are destroyed. That stone center with a pedestal with an inscription on it. There are 10 frozen zombies, um, they're frozen like mid battle with this also frozen uh huge skeleton, which is a frost giant skeleton. They're all frozen mid battle, hmm. as well as the uh braziers that sit before the statues, all unlit.
5: Um, is there anything around the room? I mean, other than these inconspicuous battle here. Um, any anything around the room that? Uh, where did mimic go? Did he? Is he still in this room?
0: Yeah, he's uh, flying around the room. Did he find anything? Um, nothing really of interest or value. There, there are things that were buried with these, uh, in a lot of these crypts along the walls, like uh, goblets and various treasures of these warriors and people's uh, lives. And there's no way to continue, right?
5: Like, that, that's just, a, like, no obvious way to continue?
0: Yeah, uh, this hallway, as it stands from, uh, as you see from where you're standing, is an end. Okay. Of sorts.
5: Let me investigate the statues real quick, unless you want to go back to the group.
0: Yeah, I'll say you hop down the 10 feet onto the floor, and then we're going to go back to the others. Okay. So others. Um, <laughs> where we left you guys was uh, Darian was going down first, I believe, right? You sent him first? Yeah. <laughs> Is
3: there
0: anything you guys wanted to discuss while you have this moment uh, without Darian?
1: <laughs> Actually, Lena's going to run down and say, hey, Darian, one sec, uh, uh, And she's going to, like, go up and, and join him for a second. Oh, hey, Lena, what's up? Hey, uh, and she kind of lowers her voice and just says, hey, uh, I was just wondering, did the cultists say who they're trying to resurrect or... Who they're trying to bring back with these shards?
0: That was kept under tight wraps, but I think I actually might have an idea.
1: Oh, yeah?
0: You, you see, and he's like, here, let's walk and talk.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> and he says, so way back when the Lords of Dust kind of first started, they wanted to resurrect the this guy named Ractalke. Well, I guess he's not really a guy. He's more of like this huge demon with like these really disgusting, terrifying black weapons thrust through his body. I, huh. I don't know why they'd want to really raise something like that, but <laughs> apparently they're hoping that the demon overlord will be so thankful for allowing him to come onto the mortal plane that maybe they'll be able to be servants to him or something but I mean it's kind of ridiculous like why can't we? if it ain't broke don't fix it the world seems pretty fine to me like and fine being like there's a lot of murder that happens already like it's already a bad place why Mm. do you want to make it worse I Mm -hmm. mean don't you just want to live a normal happy life and just like in solitude like you know where I want to live Lena I would love and at this point you're about on the fourth level (laughs) I want to live somewhere where there's a little creek with little fishes running through and every morning I get to go out with the morning dew and I get to bring out my fisherman's pole and toss it into that little creek and sit with the grass tickling my little feet and just whistling tunes to myself and little creatures come up. Like, I just want a simple life. And it's really hard to find these days, you know? You're on the seventh yeah. level.
1: Yeah, you know what, Darien. I-, I hope you find your fishing creek one day.
0: Me too, me too. Hmm. As long as you guys don't kill me or the Lords of Dust don't kill me first, am I right?
1: <sighs> I-, I promise I won't kill you unless you try to kill one of us.
0: But this time around, they don't want to summon Rak'tal That I've heard. Because I heard about that history, and I asked my, my buddy Gary, who is now in that ice <laughs> wall up there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I asked my buddy Gary up there. Um, I, I mean, you probably can't ask him now. He seems a little knocked out. But um, they said they're for sure not summoning Rak Kesh, that there's a different Demon Overlord that they want to summon. And apparently it's Rak Kesh's sister, or so it's fabled to be. But I, I don't know. Can Demon Overlords really be siblings? It's, I feel like it's more like... You know, like way way back in the day, how they used to call everybody cousin, like even your friends. They're, oh, yeah. Have a cousin, but there's actually no relation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His, I think uh, like it might
0: be something like that. I, I, I don't his, know. Uh,
1: his, sister, huh? And she says it, and she's like hoping she'll like rouse him for confirmation in her head, but she's just like, interesting. Hmm. I'm assuming she must be better than him then. If She
0: you feel a little itch of irritation at that.
1: Yeah, yeah, mark. yeah. And she kind of smiles <laughs> to herself. <laughs>
0: yeah they they fucked up the first time, so I'm thinking they really want to make sure they do this thing, right And they and rack I guess, just isn't powerful enough or I, I don't mm. know something might have gone wrong, but they they want to go big bring out like the big guns on this one. They, they're like, why don't you know what second time around? Let's go bigger and better, you know,
1: bigger and better, huh? yep, okay. yeah interesting um, well that's
0: did you mean to follow me to the whole underground and you're on the 19th floor at this point <laughs> she,
1: she kind of like looks down like she's just been like listening and trying to have like a polite like smiling listening face this entire time and got concerned with the whole sister thing because oh um yeah you know a little catch-up time with you darian you know you were you were a good person
0: darian and i appreciate that and he goes to give you a hug
1: Oh, okay more hugs good <laughs>
0: All right, so back up top while Lena goes down. What are you guys up to?
2: So are we seriously going... Velvet looks inside and says, are you seriously going to believe someone that would rather hang out with Darian than us? Oh, that's all I'm saying. Okay.
4: Well, yeah, man, I, He's I lame as your fuck. Concern. Come on. Um, e- even
2: you have to agree. He sucks.
4: Well, well look. look. I, you know, I, I trust Darian. He, he, he helped us the last time. But, you know, I understand your concern, and I understand that we need to watch out for both of them. So...
2: She's talking right now to a cultist who summons demons. Are we not putting two and two together? Very <laughs> well. Velvet's well, getting like I feel like look. he's like a crazy conspiracy theorist who like is yeah. confused why no one else sees it. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, exactly. I, Velvet, I, I hear your concern and we will proceed with caution, but I think we only have a choice of going down. Otherwise it's out there and we big eighty foot cliff drop. So I think we oh, I'm to not saying forward. that. No,
2: let's go. Why, why, yes. why, why are we still... No, I, I, I feel like I probably... Oh, yeah, I'm walking. Yep, yep, there's my feet. Oh, oh. I'm moving.
4: <laughs> is there anything in the, um, the, the climbing gear? Um, is it just like rope and um, uh, like one of those pickaxes and stuff like that? Like what's it, what's in the chest? Anything um, we can bring, bring with us yeah, that would help. There's us.
0: like snowshoes with um, little claws on them to dig into the ice. There mm-hmm. are uh, little, I think they're called pitons, um, oh, that which are help. these little <laughs> spikes that you can attach ro- rope to uh, when you're climbing uh, uh, for that security. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're called pitons. Does anybody know?
1: Okay, well, I think they, uh, that sounds right. <laughs> I think they are. Could right, could yeah. they be used as
4: weapons like throwing weapons? Of
0: uh, not effectively, no. no okay,
4: all right. So I'm I'm just going to leave it there because we might need it for the way back down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, okay. All right. So uh all right. Ver- so we Verna says
0: Yeah, Verna says I I sense a bit of unease amongst your group. Is is everything okay with you guys?
4: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. No, um, we, we, we just, we're concerned about Darian. You know, he uh, he befriended us back in the, well, a long time ago. And we're just a little concerned he's joined up with this group again. But uh, we feel like we can trust him. We're concerned
2: Brie. about a lot of things. And don't speak for the group, side. Thank you. Yeah. I do not trust him at Brie. all. <laughs> um. Bree looks at them and she
3: says, I think we can trust Verna. And... Um. Yeah. She looks at Vernon. She said, we, "We have some concerns about our companion Lena. Mm.
0: If if you seek answers, I um, I can commune with Mistra and ask her um up to three questions.
2: <laughs> oh my God! What, what, what well, are we doing? All this right, is good go to about know. it. Come on, we would like to know about
3: about Lena, about what is inside her, and oh shit." Mm-hmm.
2: Give your call, give your god a call on the hotline and <laughs> let's see what happens.
3: Yeah, what, what's inside her, and I guess if we can trust her, how much control she has over it,
0: and sure. how we can get rid of it. Yes get rid of it. Um, Okay, okay. Uh, I'll I'll just need a moment. And uh, as you guys are walking, she's kind of concentrating. So she's going to cast Commune. It's a ritual. It's a divination ritual. Um, You can contact your deity or divine proxy and ask up to three questions that could be answered with a yes or a no. Oh. Um... You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings aren't necessarily omnis- omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer if they don't know it. Uh, in, in a case where a one-word answer could be misleading or contrary to the deity's interests, the DM might offer a short phrase as an answer instead. Oh, fun, Thank you, rules. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Um, so she asks you, um, be clear about your questions. What is the wording of which you wish me to ask?
2: The first one should be something like, does Lena share her body with a presence that is not her own? Mm Mm-hmm. That way we at least know that she's got something. You know what I mean? True. Yes.
4: Yeah. That,
2: that's a good place to start. Let's kind of cast a wide net first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, we, we can take them as we go. Uh, okay. So so let's ask that first. Um, so she kind of brings her hands together, and you see us within the cup of her hands is a soft glow um, that is gently radiating from between her fingers. And she says, Oh, so, something's wrong. I, I'm missing something. And she feels her neck, and she's like, my necklace. I must have left it in the shack.
2: What if I were to tell you that you totally didn't leave it in the shack?
0: Where is it? I need it.
2: What are you talking about, Velvet? It must have uh, slipped right off your neck. <laughs> he says Velvet? As he pulls, it out of, pulls it out of a bag and goes, um... Here you go.
0: Well, this is. She snatches it from your hand as soon as you reached out. It says, "You think it wise to steal from people who you just met?" Borrow.
2: Um, (laughs) What did you intend to do with this, huh? Sell it. No, of course not. I was just curious. I I didn't know who you were when I took it. So, um, and then we kind of forgot because I, I, you kind of had like a shithole in the middle of your room, so that was weird, and I didn't you know, let's Don't start Don't blame over. the Hi, shithole. I'm blame yourself.
6: <laughs> yeah, let's so start over. Velvet. Hi, I'm Velvet yeah, Bree's uh, just glaring at him,
2: the, the most famous gnome
0: in the continent. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I'll hold off for now. And she puts on her necklace and continues walking.
3: Are
4: we walking while she's doing this? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
3: Um, Bree just turns to Velvet and says, thanks a lot, Velvet. What the? It's starts not, chasing after Verna. It's not
2: my fault your mom's a prude. Wow, well, tough crowd. <laughs> do you Velde do this ca- often wherever Velde we go? C- quite unbothered by the situation, just goes down happily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you guys see as well uh, as you're walking down these uh, these story depictions, these uh, gee whiz, what, what was the word here? Avery, the... can
4: I do one thing before we go down? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I take my little tiny servant because I have him for eight hours, and I'm just I, <laughs> I just kind of I look at him and I go. Izzy, because I named him Izzy, <laughs> Izzy, Izzy. You, you, you stay up here, and, and if anybody comes through there, any, any of the cultists, you come down and, and, and alert us, okay?
0: He gives you a tiny salute, and he sits on the railing, all kicking right. his feet a ah, little he's bit. He's
5: so cute. Good boy. Okay. The word you were
0: looking for is petroglyph. Petroglyph. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so Izzy's gonna He's gonna stay um, how, Where do you? Which level would you like to put him on?
4: Um, just as uh, Just where um, the bonfire And the tent was, like he's just oh, gonna monitor there. The top of the
0: stairs Oh, okay, cool, 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 sounds good So you guys are walking down the stairs and you see the same petroglyphs along the way telling the story of the great war that occurred thousands of years ago. You see uh, the same story of the elven boy. You notice that a couple of them are broken and uh, you're unable to view them along the way as well.
4: Oh, here, let me try this. (laughs) And uh, I cast Mending.
0: Okay, so the mending does work. The uh, little dust and pebbles of stone that broke off from the wall, making it illegible, slowly start to float and crawl their way back up the stone wall, and they reform the picture that was once there. So on the 15th floor, you see a depiction of a halfling warlock stabbed through by multiple demons, brandishing these dark swords.
4: Oh, oh, That looks painful.
2: Yeah, this whole group didn't make it. It mm. was... Oh, mm-hmm. do you think the same thing's going to... Nah, we're probably better. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's like a slow turn to Velvet.
0: There, there needs to be one optimist in these situations, You're right? right? Yeah.
2: I'm sure we'll be
4: fine.
0: It's balance. I'm sure they don't have my kind of
2: ear... Okay, ready? A5. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next one. It's definitely not A5 what he just
0: hummed. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, uh, that's broken. You cast Mending again, I Yep, see? I cast
4: Mending
0: again. Alright, so the same thing happens. The little stones and pebbles creep their way up the wall, reforming the picture that once was. And on this one, on the 16th floor, you see an orc dual wielder with his uh-huh. arms being cut off by a demon that looks exactly like the bone devil you encountered in Deadwell. That looks painful. And the rest... Are still intact.
4: Do I know anything about this story like other than just the, the like what we already know about the shards or do I know have I heard of any legends regarding some of these images?
0: You know the legend of the Great War and you know the, about Vardis and how he brought it to an end but right. these stories of these specific warriors yeah. that are, are being depicted as dying is uh, not known to you guys. Okay
2: so velvet's using the picture that he has of lena uh lena's drawing of theo that crew drawing Mm -hmm. um is there any demon specter within these tablets avery that um one could say looks at least a little (laughs) bit similar to the demon that i have on the drawing that is so (laughs) cool
0: but unfortunately at the time lena drew this she didn't know what Theo looked like she only knew he was a shadow friend so it wouldn't depict anything that could be recognizable that is very clever
2: is the general oh, nice. look of demons though cuz like I would assume that if, if if it took the shape of a shadow could we could I at least say this might be demonic
0: um these these dots are too far between uh, it, okay. it, you okay. you can't connect them I'm sorry mm-hmm. cuz uh, her drawing is just um Theo never made himself shown to Lena no. until that night when he became a shadow on the ground speaking to her okay. outside of uh, Biden's. So,
2: Ve- Velvet takes a long look at this this orc getting just ripped apart, and he looks at Sai and he says, Sai, I'm gonna tell you right now, huh? you're wrong about Lena. She's up to something." And I'm I I, I ride the ram down and leave Sai alone. I forgot that Rami was there. Yeah. <laughs> so he
4: clopping
0: his feet. clop, clip, clop,
4: clop, 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 clop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'd like to see him try that 10-foot drop, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no no problem. He's he's a horse goat, man. <laughs>
4: he's a
2: horse goat. <laughs>
4: so,
0: with that, we're going to go back to Girid. We're going to rewind time a bit and go back to the time that Girid... You land with both feet on the ground floor of this circular room. What would you like to do? Um... Uh, I wish there
5: was more I could do. I I said I wanted to investigate the statues, I believe, when I left.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So you investigate the statues, and because you really took your time going down the stairs and taking in each depiction, you realize that many of the warriors that were depicted in the petroglyphs are the warriors that are depicted here as statues.
6: Mm.
0: You see the same uh, human knight and uh, orc. Well, at the time, the orc dual-wielding one wasn't there. Uh, The tattooed Genasi monk, the lizardfolk warrior holding a glaive, um, you connect those dots. Right, of course. Yes. Hmm. Besides those statues, um, and you're also carefully making your way through the room as not to disturb zombies and the skeleton (laughs) Right, yes. Um, The other thing is there are the braziers in the room under each statue that are unlit. And then there's the pedestal in the center of that stone circle in the middle of the room with an inscription on the top. Uh, What's the inscription say? All right. So it reads in common. You read, The world came together and vanquished great evil, but it did not go without consequence. All but two of these warriors were lost. Rekindle their flame in the order they fell. Leave the deserter cold in hell. <laughs> Our savior follows last and true. His tomb be granted entry to.
5: Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So,
0: that that's really cool. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> I posted it in the chat on Zoom here for okay, you guys to, to, to... Oh, go. perfect. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, perfect. There's a chat on Zoom? Look at that. Oh. Heck yeah, boy.
5: Boy, <laughs> yeah, boy. Okay, yeah, uh, boy. <laughs>
0: so... We got a little weird for a sec there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's other people here, Matt. We gotta come
5: yeah, back. some things that never change. Um, so I'm just trying to see if I can always remember the layout of a geographical future. Does that mean I can remember the layout as I was coming down? However, I might have missed those steps. I would I would have missed those steps anyway because when you guys re- mended it back, you mentioned like you know painful deaths, right?
0: Yeah, so on your way down, I'm going to say this stonework is a part of the walls and everything. Yeah. And you are so in tune with stonework as well because of uh, your dwarven feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll, you'll remember the things on your way down. You remember um, the order on the way down. There was a human knight. Uh, there was, uh, I can tell you the order if you want. But yes, two of them were broken, so you're not sure which ones they were. That's the And thing. as well in this room, two of the statues are broken. So um, that means I'm going to
5: start heading back. Giriad would start heading back, because he understands what the riddle is, however, he knows that he wants to He wants to try to see if he can discern it somehow. So he would okay. start heading back.
0: Yes. Sweet. For now, Giriad, you leave. I'll let you know the order uh, once you guys all come together. Uh, first, you run into Lina and Darian on your way back out, Giriad. Um, I look at Lina, and I, I, as I'm about to speak to Lena, I look at uh, Darian,
5: and I study him for a bit, and I just stare at him for like five seconds.
1: Uh... Giri, do you okay?
5: Lena, do you feel something inside you?
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, she like looks to Darian and like, uh, uh what? Uh, no, no, I. Interesting. Feel me.
5: And then I and then I go and and then I go, I keep
0: going upstairs.
1: Okay, bye.
0: <laughs> and you run into the rest of them: Bree, Sign Velvet, and his goat, coming down. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna say must. F-
5: I um, must find the stonework I'm gonna say out loud
2: Oh yeah, we I'm fixed a few back there, buddy Yeah, yeah
4: We redecorated nice the pictures. place,
2: it was so tacky A little gruesome, though
4: <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, that orc getting his arms chopped oh, off yes. Brutal yeah. oh. How do you suppose he, Velvet, does like hand gestures up and down <laughs> You know what, <laughs> never mind, I'm sure he didn't live long enough to figure it out, so oh, it's great. fine
5: <laughs> Um, Giri Ger- uh, starts to ponder do you know the order in which these people died
2: well well yes I mean we just passed it um Avery can I roll because like Velvet was studying them as they were going down can mm-hmm. I roll to see how much I retain
0: yeah uh just make an intelligence roll for me yeah okay cool
2: cool um, is that just 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 add the modifier basically yeah oh okay uh that's a 16
0: yeah, um, you remember the order they were in, and, um, yeah, you, you remember the order. The, and you, you believe the order to be in the order of which you've been descending. Uh-huh. Yes, no, I, I, I think,
2: Giri, I got a pretty good look at some, and Sai actually fixed...
0: I need you, them, and Cy. I pick him
2: up. Oh, oh, okay. And I bring him oh, downstairs. Be gentle. Oh, wait, you're on the
5: goat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I lead the goat. <laughs> you can pick me off pick the goat up the if goat. you want. Yeah, I
2: pick up the goat. <laughs> um, I, I say, Sai, as 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 you're like like leading a status, say, Sai, si, uh, fixed two of them, and Sai, it, it seems that one of them was uh, uh in in Auric was the second one. What what was the first one?
4: It was a, uh, a sort of a dark figure, and he was being stabbed by a bunch of a swords, warlock. Or... Right. Right. Mm,
3: warlock. Yes. yes.
2: Yes. Yes. It was some sort of warlock. So I, I, I basically spit out the order that I think that I kind of clocked it into it as we head into yeah. the room.
0: So in descending order, you guys have the Human Knight, the Lizardfolk Warrior, the Dragonborn Mage, uh, the Janasi, the, the Dwarven Barbarian, the uh, Halfling Warlock, then the Orc Dual Wielder.
5: Velvet, do you understand the riddle? I don't know the riddle. What are you talking about? <laughs> he hasn't been downstairs. Oh, he hasn't been downstairs. We're not downstairs yeah. yet. No, yeah. I still ask anyway. Julian, uh, <laughs> what did you find? We, we, we must light the braziers.
2: You guys have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, that's all the information I need. That's yeah, Lena, good.
1: Lena comes up and goes, yeah, he just, he's speaking really weird. He asked me if something was inside of me. It was, it was very odd.
2: Okay, let's all just calm down. Girion, tell us show us what you found, boy. Let's go. Let's I understand,
5: go. and I pick up velvet now.
2: Okay. Off you yeah.
5: <laughs> and I and, I, well, and I did ask. And I do saunter I, I saunter over saunter. to the uh the riddle. And, and okay. like a lift him, like Lion King style to the riddle.
0: So the rest of you, yeah, you, to reset the room again, um, there are 10 frozen zombies, one frozen frost giant skeleton, eight statues with their braziers, two of the statues are destroyed, and uh, open crypts lining the walls. And then, yes, the pedestal in the center.
2: So now that he's kind of holding him, Velvet's going to read the poem Avery out loud for the whole group, just so sure. that everyone knows what's going on. Mm hmm. And goes, okay, so I, I guess we uh, I guess we just do the thing. Does anyone have fire? I left my fire in my other pants. <laughs> just a bit of humor <laughs> to lighten the situation. I have some
4: torches. I have my prestidigitation.
2: Woo! Yes. Okay, so um, Velvet is, is, is going to close his eyes and, and kind of recall the order, and he goes, all right, I think the first one was the human.
4: Mm-hmm. And do we recognize which one that is?
0: The human knight, I say. Yes. Um. So the human knight is number one.
4: Number one. All right. I'm going to Shall look
0: we? At the
4: yes. Yep. We're good. Yep. All right. Here we go. And I cast prestidigitation to light uh, the little brazier.
0: Okay, so you cast Prestidigitation, it lights up and this warm gentle glow begins to fill that corner of the room, casting heroic shadows on the face of this very dashing human knight, and you hear a small shift underneath your feet in the stone.
4: Oh, okay, and is it like, does it seem like uh, the floor is going out from under us, or does it, like,
0: what's the shift? It's just a small shift and nothing else happened.
2: Okay. All right, so I'm going to assume that this is a series of locks. So, um, the second one was a, uh, it was, um, reptilian, a lizard folk. That's what it was.
0: Ah. That, and that is statue number four. Oh, here we go. All right,
3: and press (laughs) to digitation. The the riddle said not to light the brazier of the deserter, right?
2: Right. We think Mm. that that one was the dwarf who left the battlefield. No
0: offense, Garion. We love you.
5: (laughs) I understand. Uh, can I go towards the
0: statue, the dwarven statue, Avery? So you actually notice that uh, there is no dwarven statue. It must be one of the two that is broken.
2: Mm, uh. Shoot. Okay. So um, okay. So we know that the dwarf is missing. Uh, mm. What what else is missing? Because we have to find the two that are missing and then decipher. I think the third one is a
0: dragonborn. Do we see a dragonborn? Dragon. Nope, the dragonborn is the other missing one. Alright, we
2: found ah. our two. Okay. So okay. how do you tell oh, the difference between a dragonborn and a dwarf unless you're looking Well, I
1: mean the amount of it's... rubble, I guess, that's left behind I, from I, when I it fell. I suppose. Um, that's is, good, Lena.
4: Is so there's it's just missing, right? It's not it's not like I can mend it.
0: Um, the men it's they're too big to be mended by your okay, cantrip.
4: Yeah. Um is there any? Are there any kind of markings on the the little plinth
3: that they were on, or whatever?
0: No, there is no inscription on them.
3: Okay. Well, oh, why don't yeah. we just try one, and then if it doesn't work, we do the other. No, I th- I think if we light the br- the wrong brazier, then it won't work.
2: Girion, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you you like stone as much as anyone else, right? You like rocks. Rocks are fun, right?
6: <laughs>
5: stone is the way of life.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, which one would you say was a dwarf, A or B?
5: Well, I got 23 for uh, my double proficiency in
0: stonework. With a 23, you think that number eight might be the dwarf, but you're just, there's an inkling of doubt, but you're pretty sure.
1: (laughs) Um, Lena looks down, like, so there's braziers, right? Does it look like one was lit recently and the other one hasn't been in front of the two statues, maybe? Because maybe, like... Mm-hmm. Maybe it was What's-Her-Face that destroyed them so nobody else could follow Roll up.
0: Investigation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Oh, am I good at
1: Invest... Oh, yeah, I'm decent. Ugh, crap. And I, uh, 14.
0: 14. Uh, with 14, it's too difficult to tell. The oil is settled in both. Mm-hmm.
5: I believe it is that one, and I point to the, um, to the eighth statue, the one on the very right of the circle, or semicircle, should I say.
0: I trust mm-hmm. Gary's
2: instincts. I know nothing about stones, so I am just...
1: yeah.
4: We,
2: that's am not I my talking? thing.
4: Uh, Giriad, why do you think that that's, that's the dwarven statue?
5: Um, I believe the way the stone is edged that this is in fact the the basis of a true dwarven warrior.
2: Mm, I see. Hmm. Well... Okay, so that means that the other one would be next as the dragonborn. So let's hold our breath, and if we get it right, then we know we're right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if not, then maybe we all die. Who knows? We had a good run. Yeah, go
1: right. ahead, Sai. We, we got this
4: just out of safety's sake perhaps you should uh, get close to just in case there's some sort of uh, trap or something if I light this incorrectly we should make sure that all of you are safe
2: well time is of the essence I si.
4: <laughs> go over there by the, the broken oh for stairs. fuck's
2: sakes villain runs oh
4: right. my god let's okay, go here we the go brazier. and I cast <laughs> prestidigitation digitation on seven to light it
0: it lights, you hear a small click underneath the stone. Oh
2: thank God. Velvet farts just a little bit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Garriott. And I'm assuming oh, no, I'm assuming
1: the rest is pretty straightforward, right? We don't have to anything else. Well, the
2: only thing. one we can't light is the eight. The, uh, the, the yeah, and then but and then it says but but the final line here. It says, Our Savior follows last and true, his tomb be granted. So I guess that's just the last one that we enter, then.
1: Mm-hmm. His two must okay. open so when we do the rest. The orc? So the, yeah. s- or the savior, is that the little boy? The yeah, that's what boy? I'm thinking.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to rattle off the rest of them in, in order then, if, okay. if you're okay with that, Avery. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so it's the Genasi cleric, the dwarven one, which we don't do, mm-hmm. the halfling, the, uh, and then the orc.
4: Okay, and I, I light think. in that order.
0: Okay, so by the second flame, Brie, can you roll perception for me?
3: Sure. <laughs> That's uh, 17.
0: So they light the first one of that sequence he just spoke, and you hear another click, and you guys are realizing, yeah, you're on the right track, this is going well. They light the second one, and you start to feel the heat in the room begin mm-hmm. to grow from all these large oh, braziers being lit. Zombies. And Brie, oh, no. you <laughs> notice actually that you hear a, a drop of water from the nearest zombie to you, specifically. We'll say number five. <laughs> and you swear as you look to it and the heat grows in the room from these braziers that its eyelid twitches just minusculely. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief word from our sponsors.
6: And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza.
0: Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta, we don't offer wings, we don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning
6: and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games. Your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor.
3: They're melting. The zombies are melting. Oh dear. Okay.
4: I
2: believe this is described as a catch-22. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, uh,
1: <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's take this rope and just tie them up huh. so they can't move. Good, good idea. Before, before they before melt. They melt.
2: <laughs>
4: Run! Curie
5: um, no. gonna what start am? like hitting them. He's oh <laughs> hitting oh, them? The yeah, like shatter? with his fist Yeah, like Okay He's just gonna keep hitting them
0: We'll do Geary first um, So you begin <laughs> yeah. to pull out the 150 feet of rope That you have yes. attached <laughs> And you begin tiny. to try to bring it in a circle Around all 10 of them And you realize that <laughs> shit The large frost giant skeleton Is in the middle of this big circle With mm-hmm. all the zombies So if you try to round him up He would get caught in it too maybe in that moment, Geary, you turn to, we'll say zombie number three. Great. <laughs> you punch it square in the face. Yeah. And a part of its face flies off from the ice chunk. Oh. Its jaw hinges open. And then with a crack of icicle, like iced vertebrae, it turns its head toward you. And it lets out this As it starts to reach out for your face. Everyone immediately.
5: And then I'm, I'm going to start running towards the stairs and preparing a spell. I'm going to cast Wind Wall.
2: Okay. Whoa. Nice. Cool.
5: And uh, a wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long, 15 feet high, and one foot thick. You can shape the wall in any way you choose, so long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. The wall lasts for the lasts for the duration. Um, what's the duration? A minute. One minute. Okay. Okay. So, when the wall appears, each creature with it must make a strength saving throw. Uh, a creature takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, uh, and half as much on a successful one. So okay,
0: so is your plan to cast the wind wall uh, through uh, some of the zombies, or are you wishing to create a barrier between you guys and the room? I'm, go- I'm going to try to make a circle around them. Uh, you because... can shape the wall any way you choose. So, as, long nice. as it makes a continuous path. Yeah, you could then. Nice. And that is exactly yeah. what I'm going to do. Okay, That's so, so the rest of you follow Girid, uh, back toward the stairs?
1: Yeah, I guess yes. so. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes.
0: All right, so you guys, um run back Gary. you cast the wind wall and the flames almost go out uh and in Ooh. fact just for fun I'm gonna say flames get picked up by the wind wall and get into the wind wall and it's suddenly becomes, whoosh, this flaming wind wall as it's getting oh. more and more fire and fuel from these braziers <laughs>
3: nice.
0: now within the circle suddenly all the zombies and the skeletal frost giant come to life but since you guys are on the other side of this fiery wall they resume their battle and begin fighting each other again
2: nice Nice job dude the enemy of my enemy is my friend Good thinking, Jared. So, one more Nothing but
0: little wind and fire can't solve, you know? You guys watch as immediately these zombies begin fighting this <laughs> skeletal frost giant. They're punching and bashing its legs. It's taking these swings with this ginormous great ax, double-edged, just, <gasps> just
1: ksh, goosh, at whacking
0: it. at them. <laughs> And, um, if you choose to do nothing for now, they'll just keep fighting. Do you want to see how it plays out? Yeah, we'll... Yes.
1: Yeah. Lena's just watching this, like, Frost Giant impress with this great accent. Uh-huh.
0: Velvet sits down and starts
2: sharing some of his rations with uh, Rami. Well, Rami, let's have lunch. <laughs> 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 and you can even
0: cook it in the firewall if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you sit back and just let them fight it out for now. <laughs> Toasted rations. This is a great day. <laughs> and Ooh. then um, by the time the one minute passes and the firewall wall dissipates in the room and disappears you see that there's only two zombies left and the frost giant skeleton now that the wall is gone he notices you guys as well and he roars at you with his giant unhinged skeletal jaw and I'll need everyone to roll initiative
2: <laughs> oh, alright lunch time's over I'm excited <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that's 19
1: for Velvet. Oh 19 God. for Bree. That's only a, oh, that's only a nine. <laughs> what was a higher
0: deck score between Velvet and Brie? Bree for sure. I have two. Okay.
1: Yeah, so
0: cool. Thirteen for Psy. No big deal. 28.
4: <laughs> oh, oh!
5: Wow. Well, okay. Crit? Eh? Uh, actually no. Jesus Christ! Do oh, you get double proficiency on initiative or something? Yeah, I I had I had proficiency in alert. Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah. Mm. Cool cool cool. But I rolled so. an 18, so... That's sad. That,
5: yeah.
2: Avery, can I ask that all the... Since all the braziers are um, lit,
0: uh, has anything happened with that majorly? Not all of them are lit yet. Oh, oh. okay. How, how oh. many are not lit? Um, it's actually left the same way you lit them.
5: Yeah. It oh. was the it was the wall that was lit.
0: So um, by that point, you had done two more. I think there's only two left you have to do. I think oh. there's just... Uh, Let's see here. I think there's just the orc dual wielder and then the elven boy. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Elven okay. Elven boy. Elven Sweet. boy.
2: Sweet. Can I throw in a line then that Velvet says while you're kind of prepping? Oh, of hey, course. Velvet looks at the group and says, um "Oh, who? Sorry, who's got the? Does anyone have the flame right now?
4: Well, I I, I can still cast prestidigitation."
1: Or you want me to light the I Yeah, we you have, have torches. We could we could light okay, one. Okay,
2: those are somewhat heavy. A torch. Lena throws one to you. Awesome. Um. Uh. Sai. Yes. Can you help me? Here you go. <laughs> cool. So it's lit. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. T- toasty. Uh. So Vell <laughs> just says, "Please stop. Don't don't let these things kill me. I'll try my best." Got it.
0: And on that note. So the frost giant is in the same place. He's number 11, he's that big boy. And we'll say okay. that the only ones left are numbers one and numbers two surrounding him there. The braziers that are left to light are numbers, uh, let me bring up a nose here. You need the orc to wear, number two and number six. And you guys are just below the stairs there. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: we can do it without
4: running into them, I hope. Now, how, um, question: How big is the uh, frost giant? What, what kind of what size creature is he? Huge or large? He
0: is a huge undead. Damn. Okay. Garriott,
5: you're up first. What do you want to do? Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Other people might want to go into that room. Nah, no, never mind. Okay, I'm just going to do something. Good old classic me. I think I'm just going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just going All to. Alright, roll the hit. I just, want to, I just want to check again with the marking. Marking proficiency per day, you can concentrate to mark a creature you hit for one minute. Dealing 1d4 extra damage per turn. And Avery, since I'm like past, I think either, I think I got this at level um, eight. Uh, Mark extra damage increases to 1d6. So I didn't remember that last time, but just letting you know. Okay, sounds good. So, but I can only do it to one creature. Um, I'm going to focus on the big boy. 21 and 16 to hit.
0: 21 and 16, those will both hit. Oh, sweet. Okay. Nice. So, I do 22 damage. 22 damage? Okay. Yeah. So, you let two arrows fly from your vantage you point. Doof, doof, they sink into his bone and just stick out, almost like uh, little bones sticking out of his ribs. I like that. <laughs> After Gyriad, we got Bree.
3: Okay. I am going to try to cast a Firebolt at Zombie number 1.
0: Okay. Roll the hit.
3: Okay that is a 17
0: to hit that'll definitely their armor class is eight for the zombies (laughs) yes (laughs) okay slow dudes
3: perfect so six fire damage
0: six fire damage to let's say zombie number one so you cast a fireball zoom it zooms across the room and blasts that zombie in the back ripping off one of its arms that just falls down (laughs) to the ground next to it and it looks down it looks up to you any movement no
3: or, uh, yeah, no, but I'm going to bring out my spiritual weapon. Right on. Nice.
0: Velvet, you're up. Uh, sorry, Avery, could you repeat the statues that have not been burned yet? Numbers two would be, number two would be next, and then finally, number six.
2: Oh, good. Oh, great. Uh, opposite sides, but uh-huh. So, Velvet, um, I'm going to use Dimension Door, because I can't actually bring with me objects that are in my carry weight ability. So I have that that torch. So I look back one more time and say, all right, folks, well, see you soon. And I <laughs> kind of tur- turn and pop out of existence and I'm going to go however that is. I assume it's like 100 feet to my left, kind of.
0: Yeah, a little less, actually, more, more like okay. 75 to 80. So boom, awesome. you instantly okay. uh, uh, a tear in time and space opens <laughs> up and a little shower of sparks. You end up on the other side next to number two.
2: Okay, um, I I popped I, I popped behind the brazier just so I can kind of duck underneath to not draw too much attention to, to myself, and my arm kind of wraps around the brazier and shoop, lights it on fire, Whoosh,
0: and that, that it lights a flame. After Velvet, we have the Frost Giant. So he sees. Sorry,
2: Avery, does my ram get a move?
0: Oh, he does. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna say. Uh, I, I would have told him already to kind of c- cover uh, my friends. So um, where I am with two, Avery, on my way to six. How many zombies are in my way now?
0: Technically none, because they're both on the other side of the frost giant. Hey,
2: OK, cool. <laughs> so, uh, he, he's just going to go to ram the one that um, Bree tried to hurt.
0: OK, yeah, uh, what's your uh, movement speed for the giant goat? Uh, the giant goat has a movement speed of 40 feet. And with the ram, does it add any movement? Because if not, he won't be able to make it.
2: You know what? Oh, he'll just kind of stay close to Bree. And uh, if something gets close, I'll just have him charge as like, um, OK, can he kind of like prep the move, basically?
0: Yeah, ready in action. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I will ready that action. OK, so he'll ready that charge if anything comes nearby to Bree. Awesome. So the frost giant, he sees a much bigger threat in the room now. He turns his attention toward your group. He doesn't see you, Velvet. He runs. He's looking straight toward the thing that hit him from far away, so Girion. He um, <laughs> takes 40 feet of movement forward, and he's going to cast a freezing stare. So um, Girion, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. 16. He casts this freezing stare, and pellets of ice and cold wind erupt from his eyes, as he lets out this roar. It shoots across the room and envelops you, but you manage to withstand the cold, and you break free from a spell, and you're not paralyzed, and you do not take any cold damage. Oh. And that's his move on his turn. Great. So, Sai, you're up.
4: Um, question, okay, so this is a, a frost giant skeleton, right? Yep. Um, do I know if that is cursed? Like, is he moving because of a curse?
0: No, it's, it wouldn't be a curse, but you would okay. have to spend an action to determine that uh, as you okay. assess him.
4: Uh, okay. Um, so, how, how? okay, so he's 40 feet away from me? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay, and is he kind of on the side of the, the statue of two or six? Because I'm going to head towards six.
0: You're heading towards six? Okay. Yeah. So he's on the side of two.
4: Okay. Um, Am I assuming that I use that action? So I'm gonna run 30 feet towards six, then.
0: Okay, one more bit of one more 30 feet of movement, and you'll be able to reach six. Okay, cool. All right. So zombie number one, he can't uh, catch up with the frost giant's movement, so he begins slowly slinking his way over. And when he gets about 15 feet, he's right next to two (laughs) velvet, and he sees whoosh the flame go up and he turns his head He cocks his uh, dead eyes toward the direction of the brazier you just lit and he begins walking over and he sees you behind the brazier. <laughs> oh
3: no, oh, oh no. dear, oh good. Oh, hello, big boy. In response,
0: he says, <laughs> and he goes to make a, a uh, I think it's called a bat. No, a slam attack against you. Oh, so no. Dad,
2: don't touch me. Oh, no. Is 16
0: going to hit? Uh, Yep. Okay, so he slams into you, but the brazier kind of gets in the way. So he only slams you for three bludgeoning damage.
2: Ooh, ow. Oh, give me a purple nurple there, buddy.
0: <laughs> and Lena, you're up. The frost giant is 40 feet away from you. You saw side dart for brazier number six. What would you like to do?
1: Uh, Lena stares down this frost uh, <laughs> giant, gives one more like check out to his axe. <laughs> and then she grabs her own and her eyes go black and uh she's gonna yeah. go for um his leg she wants to try and um he's cons- a skeleton she wants to try to chop off like at the joint at the knee to see if he can like <laughs> kind of mm, get one nice. of his legs so she's gonna make two attacks there
0: cool and that's okay roll to hit for them
1: 25 and a 28 the second one was reckless so he has advantage now
0: they will both hit
1: so that's 28 damage to <laughs> sever that joint
0: Okay, so you do the 28 damage, and he's so huge and his bones are so thick that as you're cutting through, you make an indentation in the same spot, but it doesn't cut through. What? He's not wow. put down enough yet.
1: Lena's just looking up, and I'm like, oh, crap.
0: And he's staring down at you. You can barely see his skull and his horns from uh, from below his very wide set of roots. <laughs>
1: well, I've used my 40 feet of movement, so she just looks up and just smiles at him and says, uh, hey, I like your axe. It's cool. <laughs>
0: So zombie number two, he's going to start making his way toward brazier number six. um, But he only has, I think, 25 feet of movement. No, 20, even less. So he's not even going to make it. He's just starting to make his way toward Yusei. And that's, he's going to take the dash action, actually. He starts, like, picking up his knees and his joints, and he's really hauling ass. And he makes it to the brazier.
4: Oh, so he's at six already.
0: He is at six now. But that's his turn. So Verna's turn comes up. She casts a Guardian of Faith. So she uh, holds her necklace at her her neck and she holds her hands out and instantly this glowing warrior appears with these large wings and this golden helmet that shades its face so it has no features. He takes a pike from the back of his, uh, from his sheath and he twirls it above his head and is standing there next to you now, Lena. And Hmm. now... Um are flanking And he has the symbol of Mistra on his chest mm. oh. So any hostile creature to you That moves to a space within 10 feet of the guardian For the first time Must succeed on a dexterity saving throw So okay Next time he moves He has to succeed on a dexterity saving throw So woof, that's what Verna does And she's going to hold back next to Yubri. Okay at top of initiative. You see this giant uh, magical guardian appear. Size, darting right. You see Velvet got attacked from the left. What do you want to do? Oh
5: my God. Um, so I think I'm gonna keep attacking the uh, the big boy. Can yeah, you... for sure. Absolutely. I, I um. There's no spells I can really. All my spells are AOE. Um. So it's not a good idea. Um. I think I'm going to. Um do um just shoot him again shoot him twice yeah roll twice why not 23 and 22 those will definitely hit yes okay (laughs) uh so did you do sharpshooter or no i did do sharpshooter yes
0: 42 damage
4: oh my god wow (laughs) Wow.
0: okay so you shoot two arrows one completely knocks off one of his ribs one of his lower larger ribs and it falls (laughs) right next to you lena with a loud he
1: picks it up (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, so That'll exciting. take an action since you're in combat. No, wait, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> Your other one, poof, hits another rib on the other side, and it falls on the other side of the other So Oh, Lena's so you looking have, like, at them like, wait, ribs.
1: wait, I'll wait, I'll wait.
0: <laughs> now, could you exp- explain to me what's going on again? Um, like, uh, is anyone getting cornered? Uh, Velvet's a little cornered by a zombie on the left side of the room there. He's face-to-face with one. Sai's running toward the uh, elven brazier n- uh, number six on the right, but there's a zombie already there, so nobody's in real imminent danger except uh, Velvet, per All right, I'm
5: going to run right in front of Velvet.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, take your movement. Your movement will get you halfway to Velvet. Oh, excellent. Okay, I'll, I'll do that then. Okay, sweet. So you're starting to move toward Velvet, and you're taking a wide arc around so that you don't get a, any opportunity attack from the... Frost Giant Skeleton. Awesome. Bree, you're up, what would you like to do?
3: How close is the Frost Giant to where Bree and Verna are? 40 feet. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Bree is going to cast a Guiding Bolt at the Frost Giant.
0: All right, let's do it.
3: Uh Okay. So that's a 19 to hit it? Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. And that is six, nine, and
0: twenty five. Bree, how do you want to do this with yes. your guiding bolt? Yes. yes. Yes.
3: Um. So yeah, the um, emerald green lightning just appears out of Bree's hands and is going to just hit it right in the center of its chest.
0: And the explosion is so intense that his skeletal structure uh, releases all its tendons and joints that you're going after, Lena. They explode with these little uh, bursts of light from this guiding bolt, and all the bones rain down around you in a circle. And like some of the smaller bones are like raining down on you in this slow motion. Yeah, Bree just looks
3: at Lena and she's like, You've got your pick of. To take with you. Oh, I'm I am, I am so happy right now.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's raining money on you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and Bridge says, Yeah, a little a little thank you for the picture. She
1: just smiles at her and picks up a rib, a really nice one.
0: <laughs> that will take an action. We're still in oh, combat. Crap,
1: we are. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Okay, I'll wait.
0: So velvet. The zombie is facing down. You're on one side of the brazier. It's on the other. Uh, So you're kind of caught in a rock in a hard place between this brazier. (laughs) The giant skeletal frost giant collapses to the ground. What would you like to do?
2: Oh, good. Okay. So I I actually did roll. So just tell me what you want me to add on to this Avery. But what I want to do. So I rolled clean a 15 and I'll add on whatever you want me to add on. But I would like to run, uh, like kind of take a few steps because there's a brazier, but between us i want to take advantage of that and kind of dart behind it take out my makeup kit and just rub a bunch of like red on my face and i'm gonna act like a zombie
0: oh, no. <laughs> to do uh that in six seconds i i think it would be really tough um but if uh let's let's do it let's uh do it, let's do roll it. some sleight of hand with disadvantage okay uh okay 15 15 and let me let me roll the zombies intelligence because it's not it's not gonna be great
4: yeah
0: let's see here yeah intelligence of minus four so (laughs) holy fucky crit oh wow oh my god okay let me roll a percentage dice for him real quick (laughs) Oh no oh my god he got 97 oh my god, what? My god. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh
2: shit so, oh melvin obviously doesn't know this happened so i feel yeah. like melvin throws it on his face and goes this is gonna work and turns <laughs> around and goes <laughs> like ah,
0: so, to look at him and, and he's doing it he's trying to do it really
2: convincingly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he turns around and instantly recognizes it's not you and because of that uh, 97 that he rolled for the percentage dice i'm gonna say that he, cu- he swings and punches you in the face, and you get—he just gets like an automatic opportunity attack against you.
2: Oh, that didn't work. So okay, don't dress up as zombies fif- ever. Will
0: fifteen hit? Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna take seven bludgeoning damage as he just reels back and punches you in the face. <laughs> velvet does like call out
2: makeup doesn't work
0: <laughs> um would you like to take any movement beyond that little movement you took around um i'm gonna i'm not gonna take
2: movement but i am gonna whistle and i'm calling my ram over to uh, cause and, and just plow this fucking thing as it tries to get close to me
0: okay if your ram dashes he will make it in time yeah that's fine okay. uh, ju- just kind of like place himself in front of me yeah, and yeah totally so he, he fucking hightails it. he jumps over <laughs> lena with his goat strength <laughs> and his sheer size oh. phew, jumps over slides to a halt and says to the zombie with such anger like how dare you touch my master he brought me to life today
2: oh thanks for having <laughs> Love you,
0: buddy. The Frost Giant's dead, so it's Psy's turn side. Right. So you're 25 feet away from this brazier and the zombie standing right between you and it. What would you like to do?
4: And he looks at him and he goes alright Mr. Shambles you're in my way and he <laughs> runs over <laughs> and he's going to cast a um, second level chromatic orb of fire damage. Okay. Uh, and- oh I just crit! Yes! Nice! Yes. Double those dice!
0: <laughs> right on.
4: Alright so that is double the oh and no, I have to do it a percentage don't I? Yes
0: and percentage form. Okay.
4: on. Uh-huh. Um, that is a 39... 39%.
0: Okay, so nothing special on top, just double the dice.
4: Just double the dice. Okay, let me do this on the computer, that might be easier. And... uh, 35.
0: So 35 damage yes. total to this thing. Um, okay, so you blast it so freaking hard with a chromatic <laughs> orb that it gets lifted off of its feet from the fire. Instantly, the entire thing whoosh goes ablaze, and there's a fire oh. zombie floating in the air, and poof, it lands in the sixth brazier and yes. lights the brazier, oh, and you hear that final <laughs> click below your feet. Two birds with
4: one stone. <laughs> two birds with one zombie, Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There is still one zombie left by Velvet, but you guys begin to hear the clicking and these gears rotating underneath your feet in the stonework, and that stone circle in the center of the room begins to collapse down into a staircase. You you can hear the pieces so doof 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 doof, doof as it turns into this staircase leading down. After Sigh, we have Zombie Number One, which is. Yeah, the one by Velvet So this mindless thing is gonna just roll to slam you again, Velvet It rolls. The goat is in front of him Oh fuck, thank you for reminding me This mindless zombie is going to slam the nearest live thing in front of it So it goes to slam your goat and it rolled a 22 So it'll hit and it does a 3 bludgeoning damage to your goat <laughs> oh yeah, that it's barely miffed
2: It's probably just
0: more pissed off
2: now than yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly Exactly. And that's his turn He's just gonna be there Lena, you're up You're about 25 feet away now From where Velvet is at that brazier With Rami and the zombie Sure,
1: sure uh, Lena peels her eyes away From the pile of bones That she's literally tried to grab twice now um, And then runs over she goes oh, later and then runs over to uh the zombie kind of giving velvet a weird look at the makeup on his face and then goes t- and just lifts <laughs> the axe over her head and just slams it down on this uh on the zombie uh yeah a 20 and a 19 to hit and it's a uh, 26 damage <laughs>
0: 26 damage yeah okay so that's beyond what it has undead fortitude but like that's <laughs> yeah. beyond what it could possibly roll to try to come back to life so how do you want to do it for this last zombie
1: I feel like she just starts hacking at it and then goes like the extra mile like it's clearly dead but she's just hacking at it a couple more times just to make sure it's dead and it's probably just enjoying herself a bit
0: <laughs> yeah velvet you just watch as Lita like uh, really black blood that's been its body and has been decaying with it starts splashing out of this gashes as she continuously whack, whack 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 at this thing with a smile on her face even Rami gives you a side eye with its square pupils and looks like is she okay
2: yeah no like this is this is all information that velvet's like oh this is gonna be the worst talk ever
1: and then she like i feel like she finishes and then like whips her hair back and looks around to make sure there's nothing um every like all the other there's no other threat in the room right avery
0: there is no other threat in the room. So her eyes just clear. like
1: slowly go back to normal and she's like, huh, oh, that was fun. What's on your face?
2: That's, uh, those are weird colors for pupils, Lita.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't know. You get mad, you get mad. And she puts, she puts the great axe back on her back and then starts walking over to finally grab one of those rib bones. <laughs>
0: okay uh yeah add a rib bone of a skeletal frost giant to your inventory can
5: i can i collect some small bone fragments
3: yeah absolutely all right
5: i'm gonna collect them and put them in my pocket but i'm i think that i'm doing it like
0: secretly but
5: it's it's very obvious i'm doing it
0: (laughs) you hear darian's voice call out from the hallway that you guys entered is it clear is everything gone oh for fuck's sakes he's too. still here oh
2: my god he <laughs> yeah didn't we're
0: even good die. sweet oh. and he jumps down <clears throat> oh. oh so that's what the braziers were for Yeah, to light them and whoa that's so cool oh my god he's like expecting the bones this thing oh my god like take he wasn't he wasn't even watching
1: take a bone darian take a bone it's fun to have one
0: <laughs> okay I'll, I'll take a tooth Teeth or bones, and he he takes one of the molders No,
2: nope, they're not. You, you know what, Darian? You're like a you're like a mole on my ass. You know where it's like every time I sit down, I'm reminded that you're on my ass.
0: I'm your little secret.
2: No, my God, don't 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 flatter your. Who the Let's go, Rappy. You only <laughs> see like... me when you're naked. Clip, 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 clop <laughs> it's,
4: it's it's Hey ridiculous. guys, stairs down this way. right
2: nicely done team
4: yeah good job
0: as you guys approach this stairwell it's cold and dark even colder than the room you're already in as it descends further into the ground and before you guys go down lena you get an itch at the back of your head from rack
1: Mm. she stops
0: and it's not necessarily he's trying to tell you a message it just seems like there's an energy down there that is activating him in a way It's like having your hair, his hairs are standing on end in your brain.
1: Uh, She just kind of stops and whispers, or says to the group, Okay, be on your guard everyone. Something's up down here.
0: And then he whispers, Thana!
1: And she just, uh, she says, uh, she's probably down here, you know?
3: Uh She's, she's
1: probably down here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, it's a good thing, Lena. Your intuition is so
5: keen. Uh,
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, we know she came down here. I'm just saying she's probably down here.
6: Mm-hmm. Is yeah, what no, I'm saying. Totally. Yep. And then yeah, she kind of well. just.
1: She um, I don't know. I think she's she probably just goes to the front of the group, maybe. With her with her great axe out, she pulls it back out all right
4: well uh it's
1: dark down there we should all have torches
2: i'm gonna cast uh dancing lights
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) lena can see in the dark so she just goes up ahead
3: (laughs) yeah brie lights one of her torches and hands one to verna
5: does the mole hurt You know what,
2: Garion? It really does. And Velvet, like, kicks the back of Darian's head as he walks by
0: on Rami. <laughs> oh. I'm harmless, you know that. And he follows behind you.
4: Just, out of, out of curiosity, Sai's so gonna grab his, his little amulet and just kind of look at Darian.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, you nice. can inspect other people! I didn't even think about that. Can, can, we, can we, we can inspect other people, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're okay. creatures.
4: So I'm, I'm inspecting Darien. Do I notice anything?
0: So the same light zoop, scans him super quick, and you get the sense that he's a dude. Um, yeah, okay. That's good. That's that's good let's see <laughs> here. He, uh, <laughs>
1: Class, he's, dude. Not
0: really ex- he's not really experienced or good at anything. Um, he knows <laughs> oh. one language. Um, okay. The best thing he's at is, um, well, just um, persuasion is his highest thing. Um, <laughs> Unlike other cultists, he can't cast any spells. Okay. And Aww. unlike other cultists, he only makes one attack instead of two.
2: Okay. <laughs> because he's an ass mole. <laughs> <laughs> this is who he is. He's is a mole on my ass. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so. All right. Yeah, she, he, he just uh, he just wanted to make sure that uh, this wasn't uh, Thana in disguise. <laughs>
0: yeah. Can you it's imagine?
4: It's been Darian all along.
0: Oh, my. Yeah, right. That's too... No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so the group begins going forward. Brie, you turn to Verna to hand her a torch, and you actually notice that she's holding her hands together, and it's the same little light that is uh, slowly glowing out of her hands. And uh, you're the only two left in this room. The rest have got started to go down the mm-hmm. stairs. And she's kind of muttering to herself.
3: Is, is everything okay, Verna?
0: And she's still concentrating for a moment. And then... <laughs> She releases her hands and just is wide-eyed and, and holds your shoulder for a moment and she looks pretty pale. And... What's going on? Velvet had me wondering about <laughs> Lena. So I t- kept to myself while they were talking and cast the commune spell and spoke with Mistra.
3: What did, what did Mistra tell you?
0: If what she said is right, then... Lena is a really, really dangerous problem to have.
3: What did she say exactly? You need to tell me, Verna.
0: And that is where we'll end tonight's session. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes, With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games.
6: Hey there, thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs we will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltailtheatre.com. Tall Theatre Collective. Grow with us.